This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the county result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So... The only thing left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. And you can also get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Holland, on the edge of the box is Madden. Madden trying to manufacture the shot. Gets it away. Yeah! Yeah! Oh my! What a goal from Paddy Madden! The Irishman strikes again! And is that the goal that's going to send Stockport County back into the Football League? Fuck. Probably shouldn't have put it on loop, should I? <laughs> why, do I why do we even bother? Oh, oh my god. <laughs> if you don't want me to eat them, Russ, stop calling them urinal cakes. I can't say fairer than that. Hello and welcome to the Scarf Bagara World, the weekly show that pushes all the boundaries of just how much there is to say about a fourth division football club. See that? That's the rule book. That, yeah. Rule book, we're throwing it out, mate. Been thrown out. Well done. Thanks for you messing it all up. Joining me, Nick Lee, it's a man who had a completely normal day at County on Saturday. It's Russ Johnson. Hello, Russ. All right, mate. How are you doing? Yeah, so you've been mixing with the uh, the great and good of County, haven't you? Now, now look at you, back in the sewers amongst all the shit and the rats. <laughs> nice of you to come down from your oh, ivory tower. I thought you were talking about Monday with the great and good of County. That was at Basque. Uh, yeah, well, that was as well, yeah. But now mm. look at you. Back where you're <laughs> wrong. Back where I belong. Absolutely. Um, tonight, then. Uh, we've got a bit of a packed show and we've got lots to get through, haven't we? So we better get cracking. We have got uh, Ben Walker, a.k.a. best, well, county shirts, best known for all of his shirts. He's going to join us. I don't even know what number this is that he's joined us now. Is it a quad trick? Double hat trick? I don't know. What is I think it's it? a double hat trick at the very least, yeah. It's got, it's got Plus then there's the live shows as well. Like, he's, yeah, you get, you're getting ridiculous numbers now. Yeah. From more than you, so. Yeah, yeah. Should be on the payroll. Should, should start paying him. Like we do with everybody okay. else on the show. Can we show. start paying us first? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll get, in fact, what we'll do, we'll get Ben out in a very, very quick second. And we've also got Joe Ross Williams from Loath Strangers podcast, which is a Swindon Town podcast. He's going to do our Oppo review for 10, 15 minutes very shortly. But first, let's get Ben out. Evening. Evening. Good evening. How are we doing, chaps? All right. Can't how are you? Wide enough. I'm all right. Yeah. I've just I've literally just walked through the door, ran through the door, just come back from Leeds. Um, not had me tea. I'm flustered. So, you know, but all right. I'm all right. I'm all right. Just like me every week on here, then. I'm, yeah. I'm just constantly. Well, you just flustered. got out of the shower, Nick. 
<laughs> I'm always in the show, mate. This is what I do. I have like a rocky type thing that I have to do before before I come on here. So I don't want to think about you in the shower too much, to be honest. No, no. Oh, that's one for Russ, really, to be honest. <laughs> I just, I just picking up on the comment. You're always in the shower. Like, I'm, just, I'm just intent on bringing. Yeah, I'm a grubby bastard, mate. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I come to, I come to yours to pick up mugs off you, Russ, and then I just feel dirty. <laughs> feel dirty. The, the, the people you've been mixing with. I, well, I, I shouldn't be coming into contact with you. You're coming. You're coming to pick up more merch tomorrow, aren't you? Merch, merchandise tomorrow. Okay. It's not, it's not like you're before I came on. I'm just messing around with my. That's fine. It's fine. You, 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 you relax. You get yourself. You get yourself set up while we get out. You mess around uh, to your heart's content. Yeah, while well, we get Joe out and we'll talk about the Swindon game on Saturday so that we don't waste more Joe's time, really, and he can go and put his kids to bed and get his tea. I think they call it dinner down there, don't they? I don't know. Hello, good evening, everybody. How are we doing? Hello, all right, how are you? Not too bad, not too bad, considering uh, <laughs> considering the form down here, Swindon way, but... Well... Let's talk about that. Well, what I wanted to ask you first was Loath Strangers for a podcast name. Everybody asks us about ours. Why Loath Strangers? Ah, okay. Yeah. So uh, have you ever read Fever Pitch with Nick Hornby? So when we won the 1969 League Cup final and beat Arsenal, he was there as a little kid. And uh, there's a bit in there where he was seeing all these uh, gleeful West Country faces with their awful accents and that he'd never loathe strangers more. So that's where we've taken that from. Ah, that's a really good one. If we were that highbrow, we could get our name from literature. (laughs) (laughs) No, mate, no. Unfortunately not. Um, So Saturday then, I I said to you off air just before we came on, I listened to your podcast this week. Um, Probably, not sure if I picked a good or a bad one to listen to. Rich was... He was trying to. It was a bit like me and Nick when we went through the Rusk area era. I was trying to be all a bit positive, and Nick was dragging it right down into the gutter. Who, who turned uh, out to be right, uh, eh? Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, on your show, Rich was trying to be positive. Terry was was he was almost apoplectic. I've got to say, because you're on for is it like the second worst season ever in the football league? Are you, is that is that right? I think that so Terry Terry being apoplectic and being you know the person that you wheel out in the pessimistic times that's kind of his brand. In fact, a lot of people <laughs> enjoy that. That's why I've tagged myself as an enthusiastic contributor down here nice. because he is a, he is a fan favorite when he is uh, in pessimism mode. And um, somebody had commented on that and said, you know, no offense to all of the other enthusiastic contributors. So that's what we've all called ourselves. Everyone who's not Terry because he is. He is the fans' number one. Um, not so much that we're on form for our worst finish. It's more that you know we were supposed to be kind of up there with you guys in the playoff positions. And uh, when Scott Lindsay left us for Crawley, and the worm was maybe turning a bit for him that it might have been a, a relationship of convenience that if Crawley really want him, we'll happily let him go. We don't have to go through the rigmarole of giving him votes of confidence and all that kind of monarchy and we could make a fresh start but in January we just didn't and although it's still reachable uh people are thinking we're closer to that worst finish which is I think 17th in the 80s than we are to actually getting into that top seven and 
I think there's just a kind of resignation that the season is done. We've been hampered by you know a lot of injuries. It took a long time to get um, manager in. We've got Jody Morris, who of course was um, assistant to Frank Lampard at Derby and Chelsea. Uh, but I think it all feels a bit like all a bit too late. And and is that is that how you is that how you feel? You feel it's well too late for the playoffs, but you're not you're not certainly not on for finishing seventeenth or below, are you? Surely. Uh, well, so I think that I think that I was on the fence until about two games ago, and then we had a, a absolutely terrible, turgid nil-nil at uh, Warsaw, and we're all wishing that something happened. It was just a complete non-game, and perhaps we wished too hard because on the weekend we had a four-four draw with Rochdale, who of course rock bottom. Uh, four goals from Charlie Austin, who's come back in. January after going over to Australia to try and uh, crack there in Brisbane, but for personal reasons or whatever, it didn't work out. I maybe thought that he might not be able to uh, compete, just seeing little glimpses of what he was doing out in Australia, but he really has surprised them being a standout. When your your superstar striker scores four and you don't win, and not only do you not win, we look like we could have thrown it away at the end, they had two really solid chances that by hook or by crook were kept out. And you're getting one point out of two games that would have turned it around. I think we're all kind of resigned that it's going to be this sort of mid-table oblivion this year. Yeah, okay. And t- tell us a, few, a bit about the sort of the playing staff as well, because from what I could gather, Charlie Austin was the only player that came out of that 4-4 draw with Rochdale with any credit. Um, you said you'd lost a lot. Are you, are you, what, what are you down to? You're down to is it have you still got experience in it in this in the side? Because when you certainly when you came to Edgley Park earlier in the season at the time, I thought you were the best team that, that had visited. Uh, bef- before well, 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 the FA Cup game, right? <laughs> no, 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 it was in the league game. It was, I'm sure yeah. it was the league game. In the league um, game, you were the best we've seen, but then a few weeks later for the cup game, you were yeah. just absolutely terrible. Weird. There was a strange bit of hubris to that where we'd we'd had a, a a big comeback against Mansfield, like a 5-2, and then set up exactly the same way, expecting the same thing, and it didn't quite happen. Um, Personally, I think we must have about seven or eight players who are long-term injured, and that experience. Um, so we had Ben Gladwin, who's been with us on numerous spells and, of course, went up to QPR and other such places like that. Uh, we had him in and he went to Crawley with Scott Lindsay. Angus McDonald for <laughs> some reason that's still speculative. So he was the captain and Glavin was the vice captain. He was just allowed to leave in January for nothing and he's gone to Aberdeen. There's rumors of trying to sell Johnny Williams to Hibbs, which didn't go through or the valuation didn't meet according to you know the sort of rumor mill and he's not quite been the same since. So that experience is all gone. We've gone for a model this year where, and this is someone who gets quite a lot of like ire or stick, we've gone for a director of football style model or a data-led model, but respectfully, it's run by uh, a man who used to do PR for Skybet, not like an ex-pro or someone with experience. I don't know. If, I think man. it might be, you know, when you get Scout, I think it might be trying to pioneer something of that ilk at Swindon, but the recruitment has been getting lots of ex-academy lads, 
not many loans and it feels a bit like you would have heard Terry say it feels a little bit like people are just playing for themselves or everyone's convinced that you know they're the only decent player of the team there's no cohesion or trust there yeah I suppose the the alarm bells are going off aren't they when you you're letting managers and players go to Crawley I mean that that'd worry me massively <laughs> I think I think that they're probably excited by because, like I said, the, the fans are starting to turn a bit on Lindsay. We'd spent ages trying to replace um, Ben Garner, who's gone to Colchester now, but he'd got offered the Charlton job. Um, we must have spent about maybe six, seven weeks looking for his replacement, only to give the job to his assistant, who was supposedly going to play compo for because he was going to go to Charlton, but then trying to spin it that that was the ideal candidate all along. So we're all thinking, well, why didn't you put him in the job seven weeks ago? So to go through that in the summer and then to go through the same thing in January, because I can see the logic that they probably thought can offload these players, can offload this manager and we'll replace them like for like. I think they just rolled the dice and didn't come up for them. So we've not replaced them with likewise experience. We've got Joe Tomlinson from Peterborough on a loan, uh, who's already out injured. Fraser Blake Tracy, who we had on loan, he's probably been one of our best players this season. We had him on loan from Burton, and he's out injured now as well. Uh, a loan from Bristol City and an academy guy from Liverpool. And that's about it. And Charlie Austin, of course. But then that signing was <laughs> unusual as well because that happened over the manager's head before he left. That was just the chairman's <laughs> dealing. So it's all a bit of a mess. Yeah, it's all a bit. Sounds all a bit chaotic to me. Um, so Saturday, then, if we turn our attention to that, obviously Charlie Austin's the player to watch. Who else are we? Are we? Are we supposed? To, who else should we look out for? Uh, based on the last two games, nobody. I don't, based on based on whatever you want to base it on. <laughs> um, we've uh, somebody's getting a good bit of attention. We've signed. Tom Brewitt recently, who was a free agent, he uh, he's ex-Liverpool Academy, and I think he ended up going to Fylde and then going to America. And I think when we came in, you're thinking we're just going for, you know, whoever's able available in the free agent market, but he has actually settled in quite well. Um, Johnny Williams, you know, just recently retired from Wales duty, who can usually turn it on, but not quite come together uh i think in terms of people to look out for tyree shade is somebody who's sometimes been able to come on and you know create things from from the bench he's a strange player where if he starts it doesn't always work but if he's coming off the bench he can usually be quite quite dangerous um and romeo hutton you might remember he's uh always putting the crosses in so that's that's usually a threat uh, but mm. it's 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 slim pickings based on the last two games because they really will have to have a, put the work in on the training ground to to impress. I think. Good I'm stuff. waiting to see how long you'd go silent for them. No, wait like for you to do, wait, wait for you to ask something. <laughs> no, it was, it was a little it was a little game I made and I was enjoying that. So Austin's like sort of hit the ground running, hasn't he? But it's just, just a shame that it's, it's come at that time when. It's all a bit, bit you know, a bit as Russ said, a bit, bit chaotic. But it, it, it does, does it always worries you in League Two coming up against like an ex Premier League footballer, doesn't it? That's just 
You know, he's playing the Premier League fairly, fairly recently as well. You just think, oh, God. Oh, you, can, you can just see, see what's going to happen a mile off. Yeah. But particularly with our away form as well. Yeah. I think, I think the worry with Austin is that, um, you know, he's, he's had the Australian move that didn't really work out. I think last year he was back at QPR and was just a bit plant mm. player. Obviously, he was considering his options and he's managed to score about eight and 11. And he's he came here saying that, you know, he wanted to be a part of a promotion push and that's not really happened. And now we're starting to get the undecided about what my options are into the summer because we only got in contract until the end of the season. And I wouldn't be surprised. I don't think fans should be too pessimistic or harsh that if he's looking at options in League One, there was rumours that Joey Barton fancied a reunion at Bristol Rovers that... Or if QPR are unfortunate to come down, that he might go there. He must be look. He must be seeing how he's done so far since January and thinking, fancy my chances at the next level up. Uh, we've got a question yeah. through. I know. I know it's not the Charlie Austin show, but last, last thing on Charlie Austin. <laughs> um, someone said, didn't he fall out with the fans recently? Is that a thing? I saw the video. Yeah. Oh, yeah, so there was a video going on social media where he was getting a bit of... This was another player getting a bit of stick, and this has been quite a, quite a good thing about having Charlie Austin back as he does stick up for uh, the younger players. As I say, we've got a lot of you know, ex-academy players probably playing their first professional season here, and so if they're getting a bit of grief, he does tend to stand up for them. Um, he does seem to have a good influence on those uh, younger players, guess the problem is as well is that you know he can't be he can't be everywhere you know he's usually back for set pieces and corners and clearing lines there and then you can't expect on a break for him to go from the six yard box all the way up so we usually end up holding the ball up to nobody or floating crosses through so uh yeah he's he's somebody who can like you say you know he's been in the premier league he's probably had all kinds of while comments on Twitter aimed at him and water off a duck's back, but I think that he sees that for the younger guys, he wants to stick his head out. I think that's, I think that's probably a good thing. Yeah, yeah, I think it is, yeah. Um, on to Saturday then. Um, how, what, 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 how do you think the game will go? We'll ask you through predictions shortly, but how do you think the game will go? Um, I think it probably, knowing how the season has started probably start quite brightly that's usually the the four that we have we always think in like the first 10 15 minutes like hey oh start to string something together here um but when we're caught out we really are uh on the back foot um corners seem to be a big problem for us uh if you win some corners you know get get on the edge of your seat because you might well <laughs> find someone at the back post and that'll be that'll be in um i imagine that we'll start bright but it will be difficult to maintain not feeling hugely optimistic in all honesty well it's funny because yeah, we, we have we have well this is it we have opposition guests on all the time as recently as last week and that they were clive wasn't that optimistic was he um no. and they, they 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 came to our place and got a draw and played okay actually to be fair but we'll talk about that later uh score prediction then for saturday what do you think give us a score prediction uh i'm going to and this this might even be framed as a positive maybe i'm going to go for a 2-1 to you guys 
and then we'll have a but at least we got one back and it wasn't a, a drubbing and something to build on the good thing about jody morris coming in is that he doesn't have any truck for these poor performances and he doesn't come up with you know the kind of excuses that us fans or might do to cover up for something like that you know if it's if it's bad he'll call it out but um a narrow a narrow loss would be acceptable Wow. <laughs> well, it's only going one way now, then. Isn't it? That's it, that's it yeah. jinx. So, yeah. So, yeah. Three, three nil, Swindon. Yeah. I might not, I might not even bother going to Borneo <laughs> to watch it now. <laughs> Brilliant. Nice one. Right, Joe, I'll uh, won't take up any more of your time. Thanks so much for coming on. It's been a pleasure. And yeah, um, good luck f- with your club, mate, first crossed. and foremost. Um, but good luck after Saturday as well. Thanks, guys. All right, cheers, mate. See you later. Bye-bye. Right out. We should have, like, blue headphones with us. <laughs> hatters as well. That would be good. We'll get, we'll get, that's, that could be a merch idea. We could get hatters. The hatters yeah. Across the he was a nice guy, wasn't he? Had a very, very mm-hmm. soothing voice. Could listen yeah. to it all. Yeah. Right. We're very uh, we're weirdo free on here. You know, when you meet opposition fans at games, you think, "Oh, they're all weirdos." But we get the non-weird ones. We we get the well, best. I mean, with the we're all weird. The local bewildered. Have you noticed well, though? I, I went a bit quiet in there. I'm just trying to. Do some, have we ever faced Charlie Austin in a league game before? Yes or no? Have we ever faced Charlie Austin in a league game? I'm uh, going to say yes. Uh, oh, okay. Um. No, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, saying, saying, I'm saying yes. I think first round of Swindon. I'm going to say no. You're then. correct. We faced him um, for last time we went down to the county ground. We lost four one on a Tuesday night. He didn't score though. Um, there we go. Well, I've got another brilliant piece of trivia which I want to introduce to you later, but we'll save that. Yes, save yes. that. In, you fact, know what? in fact, I'm going to kind of throw it out there now and see if anyone. No, oh, go on then. I want to do okay. your. We've we've missed a, few, a big a big chunk because I want to do your answers to your questions before. Oh, have, go on. Do, sorry, shut up, man. Yeah, go let's on. do that. Then yeah. you could do your trivia. <laughs> then we'll do admin, and then we'll then we'll we'll get yes. chatting. Um. So I should have done this before you came out, but yeah, you've been on loads of times. But I thought I'd ask you the questions anyway. So first game, Plymouth at home, December nineteen ninety three. We lost three two. I think that's really impressive that you remembered your first game and the score. Everyone remembers the first game, don't they? Yeah. Mm, I don't. Yeah. No, 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 because it was in 1985 or 86 when my dad took me and I was about four. They had brains then, they had memories then. Have you not looked it up? I wouldn't wouldn't know what I was looking for. I just remember being at the game in the main stand and there was clapping and cheering and stuff. Oh yeah, three, two. And that was it down. Well, that's it, that's what I mean. It was the 17th or 18th of December. It was a Friday night anyway and we lost three, two. And I sat pretty much on the front row of the main stand. Oh, so yeah, it's my yeah. first game, yeah. Never look back. My first game yes. that I also remember. <laughs> is what? <laughs> my first game that I also remember. Maybe it's just me no, then. Maybe it's just me. No, it's uh, not. There's people in the comments who don't as well. Oh, right. good. Good to see. No, I'm not a weirdo. Uh, best goal seen live. Uh, Gleason. It's got to be Gleason, hasn't it? That's the best. Isn't your favourite, though? Your favourite was the uh, Alan Armstrong equaliser in the Everton replay. Yes. Yeah, Gleason. Technically, I asked Dicko this the other day on Twitter. Look at him dropping names. Uh, <laughs> so, to what was like the be- not the best county goal that he didn't score 
technically, not the kind of the most important or whatever. Um, and he said Gleason, yeah, for for the the technique or the techers as he called yeah. it. Um, the moment, what it was, like, everything that was riding on it to be able to do that. He said, yeah, that was the best, the best county goal that um, he'd ever seen. And I think it's got to be really. Um, there's others that I've probably, I mean, I don't know if I have celebrated more. I think there's people still celebrating that goal in Buckinghamshire somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like Palmer's goal against Bolton, you know, that was four, yeah. you know, pool at Watford and all of that. But None of them were as good as Gleason's and had the the big significant moment attached to it. Yeah, it's the the Gleason one is one the one that I'm most annoyed that I missed. I'm, mm, I'm, I'm, I, reg- I regret ma- I'm missing that massively. Yeah. But it's not my fa- like I say my favourite is Allen's yeah. against Everton. Um, nice. Nothing ever will top that. I don't think. Even if we go on and I, mean, I don't want us to play in the Champions League. If we maybe if we won the Conference League, that's what I'm all about. You know, <laughs> have a nice long chat about that. Should yeah. we have a show? Stop in. Just dedicate a series of podcasts to it. Yeah, come on, let's do yeah. it. Um, best game you've ever been to? Recent. See, Bayer says Bolton. Uh, that's probably the best. Uh, but not your favourite. You see, you've, you've okay. You've gotten best and favourite. Favourite West Ham away. I'm taking. I'm guessing that's 1996. Yeah, I wasn't alive in 1973 or whatever it was, despite the lack of hair. And I was going to say, you might have been might be one of those games that you couldn't remember. Yeah. Uh, or Peterborough away in 2008. Was that the, the three? Was that the was that the Michael Rose free kick? No, was it? come on, Ross. That was January 2007. The 1-0 at Peterborough in 2008. Tommy Rowe. Um, it was a year, it was a game they could have gone up, could have got promoted. There was 10,000 there and we turned up in our gold kits and we beat them. Tommy Rowe. Pinged it across low into the corner at the far end. It was tremendous. I did spend most of the noughties uh, pissed, so it's probably why I can't. But as I say, my answer honourable honourable mention to yeah. Henson away in 2016 um, for the final two. You know, one nil down after 92 minutes, two one up after 94 minutes. Big K, big Coyote on a Jay, um, and Obi and Euro. Is that his name, Obi Anora? Yeah, it sounds about right. Yeah, yeah. Cheshire, Cheshire Cup winner. Yeah, he was. Oh, yeah. Another good, another. He's, he's the final. Another yeah. trivia question, but I'm not going to get into that one tonight <laughs> as well. <laughs> if we ever do a um, Scarf Bagara War sort of mastermind kind of thing, you can set the questions. That'd be good. No one will get him. No one will get him. Remember when you did when you did the co-op quiz? Yeah. Just, like, <laughs> people just looking blankly at each other. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, out of like a possible score of like 200, the top score was about 16. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know why I'm laughing. I'd, I'd be I'd be getting 16 yeah. probably myself. <laughs> Can't remember. Out. Uh, and then your favourite ever player, I mean, I'll let you tell this one. It's quite nice. Alan. Alan. Always Alan. Always will be. And yeah, my lad's middle name is Alan with a U. I'm like, yeah, I don't need to tell his full name, but yeah, he's his middle name is Alan. Um, he was everything, you know. I was what when I first saw him, I was nine, so we had him from when I was nine till about thirteen, and he had it. He had it all. He had like the bleach blonde curtains, the Adidas kit, the red the boots with the red predator tongue. He yeah. was bloody good. You know, one of our best ever players. He was a superstar for us, and I've never got over him. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. 
first player I've attended to be in the playground, Alan. Yeah. Yeah. But I speak to his um his lad follows me. You know, he's got nine kids, by the way. Alan nine. Got nine kids. Um, one of them follows me on Twitter and I speak to him every now and then. Um and basically just like, yeah, like, tell your dad I love him. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So Ladies and gentlemen, that is Ben Walker. Ben Walker's fan guest questions. Seems a bit weird calling it fan guest questions because you're kind of part of the furniture on this show now. So, but no, cheers for that. It's good. Should we, Nick, should we do a bit of admin before we get into the the, the trivia question and then we'll get into the, fo- the footy? Yeah, let's, let's do that. Should I go first? You yeah, you go first. No, no away day show this Saturday because Jordy Hatter's taking himself off up to Scotland. Bye for some minute. So I'm going to have to find music somewhere else. Music and counter chat somewhere else. I might just watch this back again. Um, we also did a special podcast, was it the week before last, with Paul from Stockport Gin and Dave from the County Supporters Cooperative. Yeah. 30 bottles left now of the garage in. 30. And it's the final batch, so get a move on. I'll put the link in the episode description. Job done. Bang. 30. Well, 30. 30. Yeah. I got vetoed on buying a bottle. From my uh, domestic finance finance director, yeah, uh, because we don't really drink gin, so it's just going to be you're just getting it because it's got bagarre on it. It's like, well, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, enough about that. Um, <laughs> about it. <laughs> no. uh, mug update: um, the mugs should be ready tomorrow, so I'm going picking them up, and I'll arrange with those people that have bought them to go and deliver them. I'll get some pictures as well. I hope I think they've turned out pretty well. So I'll get some pictures and then we're going to start taking orders for more. So, um, yeah, if you want a mug, we've got some more designs as well coming courtesy of Penel Draws. Oh, all good stuff. Yes. Do you I know about that? Know don't that. You? Yeah, you did. I sent you some pictures. I sent you some pictures. Yeah, I know. I've slept since then, though, mate. Yeah. <laughs> it's, been a, it's been a busy week. <laughs> I, was, I, was, um, I was too busy getting excited about your escapades on Saturday. We will so come I'm to that. Hanging on for. Um, is 83 March for the Salford game. So just mentioning that, uh, Harry, Harry wanted just to, to mention that. So everybody get behind that. I think it's going to be pretty similar to what we did for the games last season, towards the end of the season, pretty much. Um, and I want to just mention, do a special mention for Help the Hatters because every Monday morning or Monday afternoon, they post some pictures about people, you know, all the volunteers that go and clear up all the mess on Edgeley Park. And I think that's really applaudable. I don't think it stretches as far as it could. I think they post it onto Facebook and that's about it, I think. I don't think it gets onto Twitter and other places. Yeah, Yeah, so um, they are doing that. And, you know, clean up after yourselves at the match. That'd be good, wouldn't it? That'd be nice. I was just going to say that to you, Russ. I've seen you. I've seen you flinging your litter out your pockets when we score. <laughs> yeah, it's in my pockets, so I take it out and fling it. Yeah, I need with my my Greg wrappers. <laughs> so yeah, and that is the admin. I think that we've not already mentioned in previous weeks. All admin now. Um. Okay, Ben. What's your trivia thing that everybody can mull over? Okay. Um. So yeah, doing um just one of my I say weekly, it's almost kind of daily deep dives into the history of Stockport County and the stats. <clears throat> so played Swindon Town at home on Valentine's Day 2004. 
Simon McElroy was manager. We were 3-0 down after about 15 minutes. Tony Williams was in goal for us. He flicked the Cheadle end the V because he was getting a bit of stick on his debut. Yes. Aside from all of those things I've just said, and probably all those cheerful things. things which people will come up with, what was significant about that game? And there is one specific thing I am looking for. What was significant about our home game against Swindon Town on the 14th of February, 2004? Answers in the comments. Yeah, put your answers in the comments. Unless it's the lad who I was sat with at the Bolton game last night, who I told it to, or his lad, (laughs) I would be very impressed if anyone gets it. Someone will probably get it in the first 30 seconds now. But I don't think I've told it to anyone else since I found it. It's a new one on me. And we've had nothing yet. No one's no one's had a guess yet. So no, I'm no. I'm totally stumped. There I remember go. the keeper did, I remember Willie was doing doing the visas. Remember that. Yeah. He went on to be quite he, I quite liked him. He went on to be quite good. He played a big part in that eleven game unbeaten run that kept us up at the end of that season. Um and he was num he was say number one. I think he was like number thirty three, maybe. So he wasn't number one. Uh, there wasn't 33 because actually Williams was 33, doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> either way, he was quite good for us, yeah. Yeah, I thought he was decent for us. I think he gets a bit of stick at other clubs, especially especially Wrexham. They 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 had him at their place and they didn't they, one, one of the worst keepers they've had, apparently. Speaking you know, of our friends, you know, Wrexham, players, like. just oh, seen go. um, they've just views up. Are going up now, yeah. The, the flares will be up, won't they? Yeah, <laughs> um, they've just signed Billy Waters from Barrow. Wow, they just announced. So, yeah, just give him the give him the trophy now. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they're coming up, aren't they? Not not to play at home as well. They'll they'll win that. Yeah, be, be good to see a, a, another proper team coming up. What's yeah. in, I, I, no, no, no. Let's not talk about that. We don't need to talk about them, do we? No. Move on. All I will all I will say is it's, it'll be good to have them back as our rivals because it, it will be those away days are great. They're horrible. Yeah. Oh, the yeah, the yeah. Yeah. minging. Yeah. yeah, more of that, please. There's been two answers so far in the chat. Um, couldn't nope. be more wrong, to be honest. <laughs> like miles off, mate. Yeah, and Kyle. Yeah, so sweet. Right, shall we talk about Mansfield then? Yeah, go on, go on. <laughs> someone's someone's fucking frustrating. Again, yeah. What did you think? What, what did you think, Ben? Saturday. Um, follow. That's, that's, that's all you need. That's just yeah. all you need, right there. I mean, better. I mean, better than Col. I mean, obviously we won at Colchester, but that was a proper you know, war of attrition. Just grind it out, get the win, and that's fine. It's an away game, admittedly. Like in Eastern Europe, it's that far away, but it's fine. Mansfield, I think we were better, definitely. Um, controlled the game more. Ultimately, we had the chances to win it. You know, we had numerous chances. Collar was one-on-one, one bounced off, bounced off Tanto. You know, he had another one where he had a beautiful touch and then the defender got in the way. Yeah. Possibly could have made more of it. Um, Rydell came close, I think. Was it Rydell? Someone came close. Um, we had the chances to win it. They... You know, they took theirs. We couldn't hang on. It's one of those things, isn't it? I think 
more often than not, if we put in a performance like that, we'd probably get three points. But I said this yesterday a few times that this season has got the feel of the Rusk season and the season we lost to Chorley in the playoffs. That When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Away days we count you great, but there's nothing quite like playing at Edgeley Park. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. We're nearly there. We're just about hanging on to being one of the the best teams, but we're not quite good enough. And I mean, I know we're only six points off playoffs and it's still eminently possible, but... I don't think we'll get automatic. I think we'll probably finish a fair way off automatic. Um, and I'd be amazed if we got through. I think we'll finish in the playoffs, but I'd be amazed if we got through a two-legged affair and got to Wembley. And I'd be even more, I'd be astonished if we got promoted. Um, not because I don't think we're a good team. I just think that we're not quite there yet. Yeah, I agree. I, I'm, I'm with you on that. <laughs> about about the same, yeah. I think I think we're just like you say, just bill we're just in that in that tier below the be- the best teams in the league. Yeah. Um and that's the thing, you know, it's not as if you know, I think I've seen every team this season so far. Um and there's not been anyone who's been head and shoulders above us who you'd think, yeah, they're you know, they're gonna walk the league. I know Orient <clears throat> Orient beat us and Orient, you know. They're not going to quite walk the league, but they're probably going to win it fairly yeah. comfortably or certainly go up. And they were probably the best team we've seen, but it's not like we've had in past seasons or even, or even like where we were last year when we were really in our, you know, hitting our stride where you think, yeah, they're clearly a cut above and too good for this level. There's not been anyone at all. We haven't been battered by anyone. I think biggest defeat is by against Grimsby by two goals. Um, so, yeah, it's yeah. Just ultimately, I don't think we're quite at that level. But it didn't do us any harm in the last two times we've not been quite good enough. The following season, we've got on and won the league. So, yeah, I'd take winning the league next year. Do, do you not still want a bit of jeopardy though? Are you all jeopardied out after last season? There's not enough jeopardy on it for this season because, like, we're no. not going to go up automatically. We're not going to win the league. Obviously, that's gone. We're not going to. I'd say we're not going to get automatic. I don't think we are. Um, there's not there's not enough jeopardy riding on it. Jeopardy's reserved, I think, for a title title race or a relegation six, yeah, rele- relegation yeah. kind of trapdoor um, <laughs> encounter, like the Carlisle game. That was jeopardy. That was great. Yeah. yeah, yeah. This has just turned into an episode of football cliches now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sleepwalking towards the trap. Sleepwalking towards the relegation zone. <laughs> but no, but but you're right, aren't you? I mean, I, I'm definitely in the in the mindset that that massive uphill battle of getting out of the national league, which is really difficult, 
we've done that now, and I was more nervous, loads more nervous last season. Um, this season, we're in the football league now, so I'm really, really comfortable about it. I think I said at the start of the season, seventh or above, and I'd be, I'd be happy with that. Not, I'm not expecting to go up either. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm a little bit torn because. I've never been one of these people who are just kind of, and I'm not suggesting you are, but I've never been one of these people who's just kind of grateful that we're back in the league and anything above 23rd is success because it's mm. not. Because yeah. look at the squad we've got, the manager, the facilities, all of that kind of thing. We shouldn't just be, we're not here to make up the numbers. We're not some novelty outfit um, who's kind of struck it lucky. We 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 should be here to compete. We're, you know, obviously start and everyone at the top of the club has set quite a challenging series of objectives to get us up. And I'd imagine the objective for this season is to get promoted. It's not just to consolidate and push on next year. Um, that's not to say if we don't do it, I'd see it as a failure because, you know, we're, we've what, eight, nine, ten games to go. We're sat in the playoffs. We've still got a shot automatic promotion. I can't see us doing what we did last year and, you know, losing whatever it was, like three out of five. I know we've wobbled a bit, but it's been more draws than defeats. We've not lost that many. I think it's, what, maybe three since Christmas mm. um, or since New Year. Um, but, yeah, I think we're probably about where we should be. Maybe we should be a position or two higher. I don't think – you don't, you don't – you very, very rarely see a team come up from the conference and win League Two. Um, it's not that often you see teams get promoted straight from League Two, straight from the conference through League Two again. So just to be in this position is is, is strong. Um, but yeah, like I say, I also, if I had to put money on it, I would say that I think we would fall just short. Playoffs, but, you know, probably one of the semi losing semi-finalists. Yeah. I'm I'm still clinging on to automatic. It's just if, if we if we get six points in these next two games and other results kind of start to go our way, I'll start thinking, well, well, maybe. But but yeah, I think we said since the start, playoffs would be most likely, which I think I think most people would have expected at bare minimum at the start. In, t- in terms of like on the outside, I know people get a bit unrealistic after. I mean, there's, there's some, some of the, Facebook seems to be the worst. But Facebook seems to be full of people slagging off the message boards. And then just being more dramatic, and it's all good. I, tend to, I, tend, I tend to think yellow board's quite centered and quite calm after the people on Facebook are all the head bangers and lunatics that have banned over the years <laughs> for various reasons. So that's why they slag it off because they're not allowed mm-hmm. to come and play on there, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, count his Facebook page, which is just full of it. Oh, it's disgusting, it's, like, oh, it's not disgusting, is it? I Set against the scale of human suffering and all that. It's not, not exactly. That yeah, the, yeah. Think about the. Feel, I'm trying to think of the half and half biscuit line you're referencing there, like the. Oh, the um, the garbage government. The children of Calcutta and. Yeah, that. Yeah. No, I was gonna. I was gonna say we're only. I mean, we're only five points behind third anyway. Uh, okay, we. I think we've got. We've got to go to Carlisle. We've got to Salford are coming to our place. You know, there's 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 still a, there's still nine games to go, isn't there? So it's I think it's doable. Ian Dowden made a good point as well. We picked up the most points in the league from the first of January. I think I saw the guy retweeted that stat from not the not the top twenty or something like that. Um, so it's 
I, I get where you're coming from. I, I agree as well. I think we'd just be in that in that second tier of, of teams that are, that are decent in the league. I just still think go on a good run because the, the 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 games, especially this month, have been really really close. We've we've drawn them. Um, un, I don't say unluckily, but we were on top in every game, weren't we? It's not like we've drawn them and, and they they were the better team. It's always been us on the front foot. Mansfield did well to get a point against us. I just think um, a couple more wins. Get a bit of a get a bit of momentum, maybe unlock this ability not to score more than one goal. You know, yeah. that's and, it. And we know, could I'm, be on. We could be on. I'm, I'm probably being a bit a bit pessimistic. Um, it's com- it's completely in our hands, and you know, like you say, we've got to play Carlisle, we've got to play Swindon, we've got to play whoever else we've got to play. I don't yeah. Know. Um, yeah. If we win seven of those games we will probably finish third, particularly if we beat Carlisle in those seven. Mm. Um, and I know your man has just said we've picked up the most points in the league since Christmas, but we've also only won one of our last five. Um, and I think, you know, you can, statistics, and you can make them fit any argument you want. And I think I'd rather, I always tend to focus on the last five rather than the last 10, because what we did 10 games ago is two months ago. And it's, it's largely irrelevant. It's more, I'm more interested in what we've done over the last couple of weeks. Um, and that's not to take anything away from the achievement of finishing, of having the most points in the league since Christmas, because that's to be applauded. And you know, if we'd been able to do that over the course of the season and not have that pretty poor start, then we'd probably be the Stevenage or Carlisle in this. I still don't think we'd, may, we may even be Orient. I don't know, because I just think they were so good pre-Christmas. I don't know if we'd quite be at that level, but we would probably be in the automatic now. And I think those... That poor start, and ultimately, I think it's look back on it. The red cards that we had could have cost us. Um, I posted something on the board today. Some someone was saying the other day. Sorry, someone was saying, "Oh, you, you don't get any prizes for you know not getting for getting players sent off or not getting players sent off." And I was like, "Well, no, not directly. You don't." But I put did some again some research, and I think of. Our last 26 games, we've had players sent off. Um, we've only won. We've only won four of them, and three of those have been when the when they've had players sent off in like the 90th minute, and we were already winning. The only time in the last 26 games we've had a player sent off, which is going back nearly a decade, that we won um, with a meaningful amount of time left, was Woking last season. So generally. You get a player sent off, you're not winning a game. Um, and I think that's what cost us in the early part of the season. Did anyone else talk of discipline and stuff? Did anyone else notice Kyle Wooten get elbowed on Saturday? It's not on the highlights. It's elbowed every game. Well, yeah, but he's a full on elbow to the face right after their equaliser down near the on the touchline near the pop side. And oh, no. the only the only booking that arose for it from it was Sarsovic. For having a go at the referee, and I was—I mean, I was already livid at conceding that late on. But yeah, I was, I was fuming. Yeah, I remember Sarsic got got booked. He was quite upset, wasn't he? He was yep. kind of really on at the ref. But I didn't. Yeah, I didn't see what caused that. Yeah, it looked like a clear elbow on Wotton. Like, he was down for a couple of minutes. Um, right. Looked a clear elbow, but then it wasn't on the highlights. Neither was the little tussle between Byrne and their player, where they were on top of each other on the ground. Yes, when yes, they're running back. That. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, that didn't make it in either. I would have loved to have seen that again. They're getting quite um, quite abridged, the highlights at the moment, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, 
No commentary yeah. on this weekend's either. Wasn't there? No. Pad them out, get some filler in there. Come on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Get some nice crowd shots. Yeah. <laughs> so you, you went gone. No, I was gonna say apparently it's on the behind the scenes video. About it, but being a full time. Oh, I've not I've I didn't realize it done another behind the scenes video. So yeah, I think it came out today, actually. Spoil, aren't they, with all these different views of things? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right, then. More, more of that, please. They should, they should ask us to produce some top quality content. <laughs> or, or just just some content. Yeah, just content. content. Yeah, bottom yeah. of the barrel content. Will do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I bet, okay, well, let's move on to Swindon. Before we do, let's show you a very short video so I don't have to say it. If you're watching us on YouTube, please like, share, and subscribe. And for the audio podcast, please rate, review, and recommend us on whatever podcast player you are listening to us on. Cheers, thank you. There we go. One of one of us also went last night, was so we can get a bit of insight on that. Yes, we can. Let's just let's just briefly talk about Swindon then on Saturday, uh, based on everything that Joe said before. Confident or or what? Um, nil nil draw. I'm saying I, I can just nil nil one of them. Yeah. All I'm I'm going to say I'm going to do the same as I did for Colchester. Um, Kyle Wotton to score any time. Six plus corners for County. That's my top tip. Um, <laughs> I'm going to do that now. Yeah. I'm get on the, the, the um the, the other no yeah just get on it build a bat. <laughs> Kyle Wotton. It's going to recommend a brand then. <laughs> Um, <laughs> yeah, get on it. Kyle Wharton, County Six Plus Corners. Yes, I always put I every build a bet. I always put County Six Plus Corners. There you go. Same. Yeah, yeah. we're quite we 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 typically fall short of that. We're quite low with our. Um, yeah, it's only come in like twice in the past ten or something. Something stupid like that. Get Adam, Adam Thomas back. Yeah, mm. chief corner winner, wasn't he? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, smash it's it funny against, like, smash it against the right back's um, shins out for a corner. After yeah. days. Oh, if if he was near the if he was near the penalty spot, he'd he'd sort of turn like a tanker and go towards the corner flag to try and get a corner. When you're not trying to try and get <laughs> the angle to cross it in, <laughs> rather than doing something else. I'm joking. Um, so yeah, I mean we covered Swindon before. Let's talk. Yeah, let's talk about the B game from last night because I didn't go. Um, tell us a bit about that, Ben. How was that? It was good. <coughs> Excuse me. What happened to my voice? It was good. Um, um, it's about 600 and 600 and 700 there. Um, we, I mean, to be fair, it was called a B team, B game, whatever it was. It was certainly the start at 11 wouldn't have been out of place in the Carabao um, or Papa John's. Papa John's. Or um, you know, it wasn't, I was expecting it to be made up of academy kids with you know, one or two kind of first-teamers or reserves, but it was very much the other way around, starting 11 anyway. Um, we were head and shoulders above them. You know, it was, it was clearly Bolton's kids as opposed to kind of their, you know, fringe players from their 11 or 16. Um, and we were just... Yeah, so they were up against pros, counties pros. Um, I don't think they really had a kick. 
we were we dominated. Bobby Jones barely had anything. He got behind everything he needed to in goal. Um, Rydell was, you know, again, he didn't have an awful lot to do. He scored, took his goal well, but his delivery, um, and I've said this a few times now, we've seen him at games, his delivery from corners, free kicks, and just kind of when he's in that, you know, kind of 20, 30 yards from goal along the, like the touchline is as good as anything we've ever seen. Um, it's properly kind of Premier League standard at times, how good it is. And um, yeah, he stood out. But there was a lad who came on, I don't know his name, but he scored the third goal for us. Um, he was number 15, little little stocky lad. He kind of had a, a bit of a Danny Lloyd vibe about him. Quite, you know, not that tall, quite, quite powerful. Good feet, quick, tricky. He went past probably two or three Bolton players and just leathered it in. Um, played some really nice passes. No idea who he was. He didn't look to be a kind of a you know 17, 18 year old. He looked to be a little bit older. So whether he's been released from a club or he's even at a club now and we've got him on trial, I don't know. But he he stood out for me, as well as um the number two who played, who started the game for us, Ben Darby, who I think is at Stockport Town. He's certainly in our academy. Yeah. And as a not just his performance, but I think he, I don't know if he started as captain, but he he certainly had the armband at one point, and he looked really good as a leader as well. He was, you know, even with a team alongside him, he had Ryan Johnson and Joe Lewis and Ryan Dal, who were all established, you know, first team players. He was marshalling them, telling them what to do, and really kind of standing up and making a difference. He looked great. Nice. That's good to hear. So what's it called? Ben Darby, did you say? And I think it I probably completely missed. Like, yeah, ben name, Darby, yeah. I'm pretty sure it's Ben Darby. Nice. Nice. And we're, we're playing these because there's no reserve league anymore, is there, in, in, the, in the football league? Is that is that right? Don't know. We've not got the Pontins League anymore. I don't think there's any kind of... Any kind yeah. of like that this is remember what... that in 96 there was always there was always a lad we used to have like every there always used to be someone who was kind of prolific at that level remember in 96 97 we had james flood never played for james flood, team, yeah. but you look in the program every week and he'd have some you know he'd have like 90 goals for the season <laughs> um, yeah. and chris coward was another on kind of oh five oh six well we know four oh five yeah, blonde-haired uh, lad was he? Yeah, he made one, made probably the, one of the shortest ever careers for County. He came on at the end of the League Cup game against uh, Sheffield Wednesday in August '05. Yeah, and Proudlock ripped us a new one. He came on, kind of jogged on, and then got the, <laughs> the ref blue. And he kind of jogged <laughs> on. Uh, never played for us again. That was it. That was his total career for County. Um, and I've got his shirt upstairs. Yeah, Hot but he was another one, and it was every week he'd kind of like almost like another ten would be added to his total. You've got so many in the, in the, the Pontins Floodlit League. Was it, was yeah. it the Pontins Floodlit League? Because yeah. the existence seven o'clock as well. Seven o'clock. Yeah, yeah. it implies the existence of a Pontins non-Floodlit League as well. Like, <laughs> yeah, kicking a ball around in the dark. <laughs> uh, well, no, do you know what? It was good last night. Say there was. About seven hundred there. Only well, no. The main the main stand, I think, was ticketed only. There was some kids and I think freebies in the Cheedland. Um but they were all there, you know. Challoner, Clint Hill, um, Simon Wilson, um, what's he called? Simpson. Even Stott was there. 
So it's Mark Stark taking a bit of B-team action. Can't yes. get enough of it, can he? Well, so, talking of Mark Stark, he was probably... Uh, he, he probably just wanted to be around Edgley Park because that's where he met you. Or, do you want to tell us about it? Yeah, I can tell you about it, yeah. to cling, cling on to those golden memories of that. That stolen afternoon with Rob yes. Johnson off the Scarpagawa Award. It was it was amazing for me. So for those that don't know, a few weeks ago I attended um, a charity auction. Steve Bellis was there, and a lot of county fans, and it was a charity auction for a lady called Alex Jameson. You might know her because it's the wife of Paul Jameson, who's a big county fan. Um, she's unfortunately got a terminal illness, so there was a, a charity auction, and there was loads of county stuff. Bellis was there, as I said, and one of the uh, is it a, do we call it a prize? I don't know. One of the, a lot. You call it a lot. A lot. One of the lots was um, a a day at county, uh, but a money can't buy day at county. So you, you you know, and I thought, wow, this is. I didn't know that. I went to this. I went to it after the Tranmere match. thinking I didn't know I was going to be bidding on anything, and then this came up, and I thought, right, well, I'm I'm going to go for this. So I did. I spent a bit of a wedge on this and won the uh, won the auction. Um, so money to a good a good cause. Um, and then had cashed it in on Saturday and, and arranged it and uh, went into the boardroom at County, um, was like treated so well. It was it was just brilliant. Olivia came and spoke to us. Um, Mark Dawson, one of the directors, spoke to us. Uh, Steve came in and spoke to us as well. Um, and then Mark came and spoke to us. Um, and he's so enthusiastic uh, about the club it's just I was sold do you know what I mean I was just like the, everything he was telling us was just like this is brilliant um, telling us about the renovations and, and things like that um, all stuff that was just really good to hear he's just so enthusiastic um, and then he gave me a, a money can't buy item um, and it is the match ball signed by all the players from the Bolton game Nice. That's what he gave me. I was just like, I was, I was nearly crying. Honestly, I was welling up when he, when he, <laughs> when he gave me that. I'm not gonna lie, I was welling up. Um, so that is gonna go into this, uh, as he called it, my shrine. Um, and yeah, it's and gonna said, go in. Make sure Nick when's has he, a shower um, before he goes anywhere near it. When's, <laughs> yeah. he, um, when's he coming on the show then? Well, I did say to him, um, I can't let you go, Mark, without asking you, will you come on the podcast? And he said, yes, he will come on the podcast. With a specky gobshite, no chance. <laughs> <laughs> so when, I don't know, I need to arrange it. But yes, he did say he would come on. Um, and I don't I don't care where it is. We can go meet him. He can come to the County Arms. We can do it in Basque. Don't care. It'll be a good, uh, be a decent episode. Fantastic. I hope, he, I hope he picks somewhere really obscure that you don't want to go to now. Pineapple. I hope I, yeah, pineapple. <laughs> I, I don't mind Old pineapple. Trafford. <laughs> uh, love it, I love it. So yes, you two, was... to, you two going to Swindon? I'm not nah. going. No, I'm not going to Swindon. I'm off to Borneo to watch it from there. Yeah, Are you guys going, Ben? Yeah, um, I've not missed. You've not, uh, you've not missed one this season, have you? No, I missed a couple at the start. Uh, I missed Crawley and I missed Mansfield. Um, but I've not missed anything since then. So. God, just got to keep going now, haven't I? Sutton's proving to be tricky, I'll be honest. <laughs> because what's happening? We've got Sutton on the Friday. So I went to Colchester. I've been everywhere. I've been Colchester recently. Um, so we've got Sutton on the Friday, Newport at home on the Monday. And then we're going away up to Scotland on the Tuesday because it's Easter, wife and kids, go for a few days up there. 
And but I'm cutting it short to get the train down to Gillingham um, away. So leaving as you do, leaving the family holiday to go to Gillingham in the fourth division. Um, and then we've got Carlisle on the Tuesday, um, and then Orient again. So getting Sutton is, is tough, and there's no trains and all that. So I'll probably be there, probably be at Sutton. But yeah, definitely going to Swindon. Yeah, nice. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm not booked in to go to any more away games. I'll be honest with you. Um, but I'm probably going to go to some. <laughs> um, but yeah, got a bit on at the moment. But yeah, I do fancy. I fancy Carlisle away. Never been to, um, never been up there. But it's a Tuesday night, isn't it? So best ones. Speaking, and do you know what? Worth celebrating. Worth mentioning. A year ago, at this very moment, uh, we were away at Kings Lynn on a Tuesday night. There we go. That's a reason to go to Carlisle if ever there was one. Exactly, <laughs> and Carlisle's not as far as Kings Lynn. So no, I mean, as far as grounds getting to grounds, it's probably one of the easiest ones and it? it's just off the m6 and it probably so you keep going up don't you yeah exactly yeah yeah, yeah yeah so so yeah we'll see we'll see um okay what else yeah well let's before we get the answer to the teaser just to mention as well the guests that we've come up coming up we are gonna we are gonna get Obviously, Mark's not on. Um, Mike Payne and Steve Massey, we're, we're looking to get on in the coming weeks as well. Um, what we're going to do, I think, Nick, if, if we're okay with this, do them as special episodes. Keep our regular Wednesday sort of weekly show. Yeah, yeah. Do those as special That's episodes. What, what I've been saying all along. It's like I was right all along. All along. So just add that to my list. All along. <laughs> the list of grievances that they're going to read out of my funeral. <laughs> um, and what we'll do I've asked Richard Singleton do you remember him to come along yeah. on those I'm not asking you Nick I'm asking the audience <laughs> I know you remember him <laughs> alright just checking just, just, show, just showing that I'm still listening to you bro. Now, 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 that, now that you're associating with people above this level I just, just want to show that you, you're still talking to the streets Russ you're still right you're doing your um, I was going to say I've always associated myself with people above your level um, <laughs> no, but Richard Singleton, he's going to join us for those because, um, yeah, he, he he was very good when he came on. I don't know if you, if anybody else heard that. If you haven't heard it, go back and listen to I it. Did. He was very good. His knowledge, I'd say, for the era matches Ben's. Because does he know the answer to this question though? Does he's, he he's, this well, question? he he doesn't watch it live, so he might do. Um, but he re he remember. I think he said he remembers Steve Massey's debut. So. I'm not going to argue with that. Um, so that's what we'll do. That's what we'll do. Yeah, okay. Yeah, since, since. I'm, I'm assuming that was you asking for my permission. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, yeah. Rhetorically. Yeah. yeah. If, there's a, if you can, if that, you can ask permission rhetorically, I don't know. Good, good bit of production chat. That. Yeah. Yeah. Well done. Yeah. Ben. Teaser. Teaser. We've got another answer which you probably saw coming. Oh no, we've got another two answers. If you've seen right, those, Koala Chris, you can back off as well. At the bottom. <laughs> yeah, didn't lose six in a row. Yeah, oh, so exactly what, what happened last time we came on. It was, um, six in a it row. Was, it was after it was this time last year, it was after the Kings Ling game. Because I remember coming on and doing the wrap up, and we were talking about the whole like hoo ha about county flying down to Eastleigh like the following oh, yeah. day, which was the next game. So we actually won the next game, Koala Chris. 
Um, although then we did lose three of the next four. So, yeah. you know, FA Trophy. Yeah. FA Trophy in there as well, was it? Yeah, we lost to Wrexham. We beat Eastley, then lost to Wrexham. Yeah. Great days. Great days. Right then. Oh, distant memory now. <laughs> so, this right. teaser then. Do you want to recap the question for people that maybe didn't hear it before? Yes. Um, I mean, no one, anyone who did hear it before may as well have not have heard it. The answers have been so far away from it. Well, have, you, have, you, have you seen the other answers that are coming from Andy McDade and uh, Dromilla LB? Did you see those uh, ones? I don't know if I have. Uh, Andy McDade said, was it the 1,000th league game? Could have been. Don't think it was, but they are, <laughs> definitely wasn't. But no, not that. And then the uh, Dromler. LB says, did a bloke rip his season ticket up and throw it on I do vaguely remember that happening. I, I don't remember that. that game. No, what, what did happen? This isn't the answer, but what did happen at that game? At half time, like this like, 18 year old lad went on the pitch with his girlfriend and proposed to her. Um, <laughs> Everyone's going, oh. 16 at best. Um, and then, no, yeah, and then she said, yeah, and everyone kind of clapped. And then, Ken said something like, you know, and she'll be back at school on Monday, something like that. And everyone <laughs> was back there. Yeah. But that's not it. What it was, and I've just as it's been on, I've just if it's 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 something that has occurred for the last nine hundred. So this was nine hundred and seventy-two games ago and counting. Okay. And at risk of sounding like I'm living in the past, and I'm really not, it's just because it was inspired by a tweet I saw a couple of weeks ago. So the question was, we played Swindon Town at home on 14th of February 2004, lost 4-2. What's significant about that game? And the answer is, that was the last time we named a match day squad without a player managed by Jim Gannon in it. So in the 972 games since that, there has been at least one player in the match day squad who Jim has managed. <clears throat> and it's still going. And we've got Hinchliffe, Crowsdale, and Southam Hales, I think. Is there anyone else in the current batch? Connor Jennings has gone. Jennings has gone. Yeah, that'll be all gone. of them. That's um, everyone. Yeah, Rydell came after. Yeah, um, Paddy came after. Um, I don't think there's anyone else. So, yeah, that's it. We're Because what the tweet inspired it was, someone tweeted the other day, right. Arsenal named their first matchday squad recently that had a player in it. First matchday squad since 1986 that had that didn't have a player in it managed by Arsene Wenger. Because obviously they had Tony Adams and all of them going way back to the mid-80s. Yeah. And then since then they've had Granit Xhaka and they've always had someone until the other week who had been managed by Arsene Wenger. So I thought, what's county's equivalent? Um, and it goes back to two. So every game we've played since two since boxing since Valentine's Day two thousand and four has had a player in it who was managed by Jim Gannon. Bloody and hell! Thread, and generally, <laughs> as with all county quiz questions, one of the main threads which holds it all together in times of strife when we're down to one player is Paul Turnbull. 
If you're ever in doubt about a county quiz question, go with Paul <laughs> <Turnbull>. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, we had Turnbull was one who was very featured many times. Uh, O'Halloran in the dark days of the North. Duxbury, if you had two spells, was another. Vincent kind of held things. Andy Halls as well, kind of straddled a few areas. So yeah, um, we'll probably go on Swindon on, on Saturday now on Crowsdale, Hinchliffe and South of Aylesworth playing that on the air. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> But yeah, if we keep that up for another 28 games, so into the first, what, 15 or so games of next season, it'll be a 1,000 games in a row we've had a player managed by Jim Gannon in the matchday squad. That's amazing. And what is it for Arsenal? What, how many games is it for the Arsene Wenger thing? Oh, the Arsenal one is like 86, I think. But I can extend this, and I need to, I need to verify this one, but I'm pretty sure it's true. In fact, I'm almost certain it is that if you include it to be players who have been managed by Jim or played alongside Jim, because back even further back to probably 1978, because you will have Ali Gibb holds it together in the early noughties, Aaron Wilbraham does. Gibb overlapped Jim by about three games, which is quite useful. Then you've got Aaron Wilbraham, John Daly, James Spencer. And then you're going back to plays you actually played alongside um, Flinney and everyone, which then takes you back to the early 90s where you've got Beaumont and Bill Williams. Then Jim came in like 89. And then before that, you've got Andy Thorpe who takes you back to 1978. So again, I'd have to... I'm, I'm sure there are some games in the late 70s, early 80s where Andy Thorpe didn't play all of those games. But I don't know if I, if there was anyone else who overlapped with Jim. I know Bill Williams didn't come till about eighty five, so there's probably some in the early eighties. But I would put good money on it. Certainly, back to nineteen ninety, we have got from today until nineteen ninety. It's probably every single match day squad has featured a player who has either been managed by or played with Jim Gannon, which is pretty remarkable, really. Yeah. That's that's some top stat in that is that, that that might be the best quiz question we yeah. had that the best bit yeah. of knowledge that I'm gonna tell everyone that next game. Yeah, I, I think was quite it... impressed with that. Don't I'm I'm gonna tweet it. Don't you? Some else is <laughs> tweeting it now and racking up the likes. <laughs> yeah. So I think I think it's by far and out the best quiz question we because we don't really ask quiz questions on here, do we? And they're never gonna be like that, are they? I mean, come on. That's no. Do you want me yeah. to do a little quiz corner for you? We just come on and come up with completely unobtainable yeah. questions every week. Yeah, yeah, just come on with a laptop yeah, in front of you, like. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, another one. Last, final one. Then I'll go. Last, not a, not a, <laughs> not Q and A because it's not one of them. But last time we won at Swindon, October two thousand and three, one two one, Barlow and Wilbraham scored. Uh, Dave Challoner was in our starting eleven. So. It'd be nice if we won this time, and then we can have some kind of link to only ever winning at Swindon when Dave Challenger plays. <laughs> yeah, there we I'll go. I'm going to go and have my tea now because <laughs> safe for the knowledge your work's done. Yeah, nice. Right, probably a good time to wrap it up then. Thank you to everybody well. that's watched, listened, liked, reviewed, etc. Um, thank you very much, and we will see and speak to you next week. This episode of the Scarf Begower War was written, recorded and produced by Russ Johnson and Nick Lee. The music on the opening titles was produced by Dan Johnson. 
subscribe wherever you get your content, as well as finding out how to join the TSBW fan club, check out the links in the description or go to all the W's, scarfbegarrowwar.co.uk. It's the 90th minute, all your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants. 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.